What's up, Vankas? You already know him. You love him. Our partner for this episode is Athletic Greens. Uh, listen, I'm trying to get my health right, baby. So you know what I do? I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I do it every morning. It's how I start my days so I can be ready to do this perfect podcast with zero flaws. It makes me feel right. It makes me feel like my nutrition is covered for the day before I do debauchery later on. But you know what? I'm trying to take care of my health in every single way, and AG1 helps me start my days off right, Okay. Because, listen, I'm an elite athlete, and by athlete, I mean someone who talks onto a microphone and sometimes goes go-karting. And Matt can't do go-karting anymore, so the, 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 the hopes and dreams of us being an F1 one day rest on my shoulders, so I need to be right for that. And if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash red flags. That's athleticgreens.com slash red flags. Now, on to the show. What's up, Vankas? We have a very, very special guest uh, for you today. We have um, Soho Brody from the Broadcast Boys. We were playing a little Do You Know because we're all from New York. We told him what school we went to, and he legitimately he was like, no offense, but is that a special needs school? So, <laughs> no, not special needs, just minor <laughs> learning disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> and what we said was that it was just one step above it. Yeah. Just, just, just barely squeaking by <laughs> on the bubble, with the play-in game to being not one of those schools. That was kind of the school that we went to. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, we have we have one mutual friend, it seems, and yeah. you were, we were surprised that that, that we, we knew who the mutual friend was. But thank you so much for uh, for coming on the pod. We've been uh, fans of yours from from afar for a long time, and yeah. uh, you know when we started this, uh, you know bringing just New York energy to Formula One, which was kind of like our whole point of point of view on it. Um, you know, we 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 loved. Your, your content and then we saw that you were in Miami interviewing the drivers and so we were like oh he, he, he's somewhat interested in Formula 1 we had to reach out so yeah. how was how was uh can you tell us a little bit about Miami it's about, about about Max and Checo and Ricardo and Yuki what <laughs> what that experience was like My man, the Miami trip was incredible and they really rolled yeah. out the red carpet for us I went with House of Highlights so it was us and basically a bunch of other influencers and they had yacht parties for us and I would look to my right and I would see like a B-list Sway House member. <laughs> I got right off the flight directly to the Hard Rock Hotel and I think I had Danny and Max for about five minutes each, but you wouldn't be able to tell based on the content because it's just so quick. Like those ideas right, we yeah, had right. were super effective. And everyone said Max is very icy, which I didn't really see that at all all weekend. He's not the most exciting personality in the world, but he's either getting asked really boring questions or really stupid questions like, 12 hours before some really important shit. So I totally understand that right. not everyone could be a Danny Ricardo of the world who happened to be great and is the best personality and super charming. And then Yuki, Yuki might've been like, I might've had him for 60 seconds total. Like what you saw in the video <laughs> is what I had. And he's just super nice and super cute. And I also did something with Nick. I don't know how to pronounce DeVries. his last name. DeVries. DeVries. That yeah. guy's a rough hang. It seems he was nice. I've been holding off on that just because I have no idea. Do you think it would perform? Uh, he's, I mean, the the other guys are bigger. I mean, he's he's struggling. a guy. He's there might be a there might be a thing where he gets um, fired mid year, <laughs> so there might be an opportunity for a thing to come out when there's right, kind of right. news yeah. around him. Because yeah. yeah, he's he's been um he's like so. What's your in terms of like 
what's your Formula One kind of exposure? Have you have, like if you drive to survive? Have you watch all the seasons. Like, what's your what's your level of interest in in F one? Probably like anyone else. I just got started watching the show during the pandemic. My girl is actually a bigger fan than me. Next yeah. time she needs to come down to Miami with me. Yeah. But uh, I might have stopped halfway through season three or four. But after I went down to Miami, I started again because I feel like you can't beat that golden age of seeing Danny for the first time. Right. And the Danny versus Max beef was pretty electrifying. Yeah. And then yeah, it just yeah, is the yeah. same thing over and over. And Christian Horner is such a PR slut. Like I'm over the yeah. act, even though I do <laughs> love him and I should have had time. I should have requested time with him because yeah. he's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we we always talk about how Daniel Ricardo kind of like he's the one that you you all we all fall in love with him, and yeah. then you know what what's happened with his career after the fact is like this it's people are still like waiting for the um, he's for the like John phase Snow. to come back. Yeah, they're waiting for him to like come back to life, and I don't know if it's gonna happen. I mean, not. if this car is so good, I want to see what he could do. You right. know, there's no way he wouldn't do well. I would assume the problem is, is you have Max as like your counterpart. So however well he would be doing would be compared to, like, just a sociopath. Right, but I just want to see him get any podium finishes. would be nice yeah. to see him back in the fold. But, like, when right, I watch right, right. F1, the show and the race is super fun and exciting. Some of it are, like, last chance you if it's cheer or football. Like, the way they edit right. the games is so interesting. If I try to watch the actual race, like, I like the start, but then I can't lie. Like, even at the actual <laughs> F1 race in Miami, I took a few naps or two in between. At the, yeah. <laughs> at the lounge. It was so long, and I could fall asleep yeah. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah. I love the I culture mean, around everything. And then when it comes to the actual event, like, the novelty wears off faster. But I do love F1 in general, and I need to right. be invited back to Miami, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the you actual, were just the snapping actual... so you could make more content. Yeah, for them yeah, exactly. Later. I mean, That's they right. can't be energized with... for your interviews after the fact. They yeah. can't argue with the results. They all went crazy. Like people yeah, yeah, love yeah, Mac. Yeah. Like he's not the most exciting, which is annoying. Like the Danny videos are way better, but the Max content performed better. Yeah, yeah, because Max because well, he's polarizing. You know, he's, you know people that, love him, and people are like, yeah. oh fuck this guy. You know, there's more engagement around him. And he's like the new. I mean, it's like you know, within the 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 rivalry of it all, it's like he's kind of in the Larry Bird territory where it's like he doesn't do press. He's like not like he doesn't play the game, but you know, he's he's got that. He's got the pace. He's like unbelievably good. So he's just relevant for sheer fact of skill. Whereas Danny is relevant. You know, it's like he had. You know, he he didn't have as much skill, but he's got personality for for days on end. Um. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, I want to talk a little bit, maybe about like growing up in 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 New York and you getting into into your career and sports. I see you got the Mets hat on and like kind of like how you kind of made your way into into what you're doing now. So like, in in terms of growing up, like, did you have um, did you have like which which like New York kind of sports person? Were there New York sports personalities? Was it, was it Mike and the Mad Dog for you? Like, <laughs> who were the people like growing up that you were kind of like, oh, I could you know make my way into this field? Oh, I mean, probably I wouldn't look at anyone and say that. Definitely not Mike and the Mad Dog, but <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless <laughs> were my favorites. Yeah. I never really thought okay, about yeah, yeah. being one of them, but they right. were so good at blending entertainment and sports. Like I could watch Stephen A. forever. Like back in the day when he got fired for the first time, I feel like I was the only one that was like, "Where where did he go? Like this guy was." <laughs> gold and then right. he came back a few years and vaulted to the absolute top of the network so i had that vision well before and people hate skip bayless but he did invent this whole ridiculous hot take space i feel like he's yeah. kind of lost his mojo recently because he's like fucking 
80 plus years old. <laughs> yeah. So his takes are still there, but the energy and the, the delivery is not there. He's getting too senile. I also love Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp. Uh, yeah, other than yeah. that, I love Ernie. I mean, I love TNT crew. But no, no one I looked at and be like, oh, I want to be this person. I like these as a Miro too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love that. So wait, so no on Mike and the Mad Dog? You don't fuck with them? No, they're fine. <laughs> My, they're just ridiculous. Like, I never would spend time listening to them. I also fuck with the herd because he's out of his fucking mind. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, remember, I remember I used to get home right in time for Jim Rome is burning. I'd be like, this guy is out of his fucking mind. But you have to be. Watching. You have to be. Yeah. Yeah, or the or the around the horn into leading into pardon my take but, was but always now, but, kind of. But it was like, but now that I'm older and I'm like kind of like doing opinions for the internet, I, I realize like, oh, they don't believe half the shit that they're saying. It's just, <laughs> it's almost like being a politician. I feel like some of them actually do. So I feel like Skip Bayless somehow believes what he's saying. Or like you think he, Skip Bayless like thinks I like do. LeBron is I do. trash? I do. <laughs> or he's convinced himself so much to the fact. That now it's just the truth in his eyes. I really believe that. Well, I guess it's the, so. The key to be giving a good hot take is you have to like talk yourself into the take. Yeah, you true. could, or you just got to yeah. be super convincing. Like I feel like yeah. I could be a good salesman sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah, he, he's almost he's on that a little bit of like that Alex Jones shit <laughs> on that Alex Jones wave where he's like, you know, it's like Alex Jones like. When he's when he's delivering those speeches, like he's thinking, he's like, yeah, the frogs are gay, and it yeah. is the Democrats that are doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, he's an idiot, but he's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Tucker Carlson didn't believe what he was saying, but to somehow some people, he was mad entertaining because all he does is present information and questions yeah. to the people. It's like pretty fucking easy to get people outraged if you want to. Like I'm not that impressed right. by his skill set. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, so in terms of so so you were talking about in terms of your F1 of it all that there's like a little bit of like, you know, you watch the show but in terms of like what do you feel like it would take for you to actually kind of like become like a thoroughbred F1 fan? Like what would it take for you to like get there? I feel like Max is too dominant. Like I yeah. do yeah. love Roger Federer and I love tennis, but when I was a kid, I didn't like him because he was too perfect. Like he was actually untouchable. And at this yeah. point it's ridiculous. So the Miami race he qualified maybe ninth or some shit. I'm like, there's yeah. no way he's yeah, going to yeah, lose. Yeah. So it's just become too predictable. I want to see more crashes. I want to see more overtakes. If right. every lap was like the first lap, like if they were really wheel to wheel the whole time, like there's too much disparity. Maybe everyone should spend this. They, they do spend the same money, don't they? Yeah, they do. But there's like ways there's around There's like a budget it. cap, but it's Someone's really, cheating. Someone's people, cheating. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> so that would be interesting. Just, it would also be yeah. interesting if they all started like 20 across, not in any order. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And more trash talk, more fighting. Like the, right. their yeah. trash talk is pretty respectful, all things considered. Well, it's like well, pretty well, petty. What, what, what do you think if we if we made it like a basketball game and we had the radio, like they could talk to each other on the radios? That would be sick too. I mean, yeah, the radios, it's a funny element, but they never reveal anything. It's always like, oh, Max, you're doing great. And it's like, okay. Like everyone yeah. has the yeah, same yeah. exact <laughs> accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought about it, like, if, that they need to be able to talk to each other. Like if you're within... Like a DRS range, you should be able to like have a microphone. You should be able to like have a hookup to them, so you could like actually trash talk another driver, a la yeah. you know every other sport. Yeah, where you can do that. I yeah. like that. In NASCAR, you see drivers get out of the car and start throwing hands. I mean, it's fake fighting, <laughs> but I feel yeah, like F one's yeah, too classy for that. Right. And but it did happen back in the day, you know, like um, you know, Michael Schumacher for you know he's he's like the Jordan 
of the era but like and people revere him now but he was a controversial person back in the day and he like when there's a few times where he went into someone else's garage and started like throwing hands <laughs> yeah that's the thing that's the only era that we know at least that i know of like yeah, i don't know how yeah, big yeah, of fans yeah. you are but if it's like in nba terms i would just be getting in in like steph curry and nothing from the early 2000s or before right like right, i right. remember playing andretti racing but i'm pretty sure he was IndyCar. car he was yeah, both he did- he, was he both? did both, but he but he spent more time. He he ultimately spent more time in Indy, and now his son runs an Indy team of they're trying to break into F one. IndyCar back in the day used to be right there. They used to be neck and neck, and then they had like a kind of succession style split, like and and two basically two series broke off out of IndyCar, and one was like the internet like was more international, and one was more like American focused. And, and then one had the that, Indy 500, and one had the better yeah. teams, one had the Indy 500. It was like this WCW, WWF, like, attitude era, but everybody lost. And, right. And, and then NASCAR overtook it, and now it is where it is. But it, And, yeah, now they're making their way, but it is like – it's kind of like I, – I kind of compare it currently a little bit more of, like, almost like the MLS because it's like people from F1 will then go to – Indy after their careers are done in F1 Got kind it. of thing. And then but young guys and young guys from Indy might go to are like they're constantly in, you know, the one guy tr- almost went to the um, F1 but he didn't have enough like super license points. There was like some bureaucratic rule that didn't let him go. Yeah, there's like political shit where people have to get like a certain amount of points on their super license in order to drive an F1 and like they don't really respect they don't like IndyCar doesn't get enough credit basically for what they do so it's like this guy has like been in indycar for like however many years he's won races there but like if he was in formula three or formula two which is really kind of like the g the league triple a double a then he would get more points but it's arguably a much less competitive league it's like it's there's a whole bunch of like kind of politics around it but yeah i mean we got into we watched drive to survive during the pandemic just like everyone else and then kind of we're like wait i think we should you know start this thing there's no one else doing anything about f1 especially in america so that now we've become like students of it we've you know we know a lot of the history there's like eras of like you know there was like do you know about like senna pross yeah i mean that's one of my favorite documentaries of all time yeah yeah i've seen it two or three times amazing and like even like wait like even from the from the ogs like juan manuel fangio who was like the kind of you know who was he, he was like, like the, the Babe Ruth. He was like yeah. fat yeah. and old and like smoked <laughs> cigarettes and had no hair. And when everyone, this is like when everyone died too. People used to just like every every season, like multiple people would die. Um, I mean, that would make it racing super entertaining. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to find out about this guy. Yeah. Just type yeah. in Juan Manuel Fangio. He was kidnapped once in Cuba. Like, yeah. They would race through like revolutionary war zones. I mean, the sport was objectively better back then in terms of enter- <laughs> entertainment value. Um, and, yeah. and if you want to see Indy 500, is uh, Indy car is better, like because the in, in in terms of competitiveness, because the cars are all spec. You all get you get the same car. Uh-huh. So you just you right. could like trick like who can like exhibit their car better? Basically, the same car. Yeah. It's like it's right. like a pimp my ride situation. Right. You're all given the same car and. And it's much closer. Like, it would so, be cool if they did that in F1, but then at the same time, it's like asking the NBA, oh, everyone should be of exact equal talent. And that doesn't make any sense. Right. So it's all good <laughs> at the end of the day. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, we, we've been talking about, um, we've, been, we've been discussing the idea of having a Grand Prix in New York City. <laughs> um, the conclusion that we came to is that if they're going to do it there, they should do it in Central Park, and they should do the Central Park loop. <laughs> should do the loop. 
How long? How many uh, miles is a typical lap, though? So the so the loop is six miles, six something miles. Yeah, loop a typical is lap is more like three, so you'd have to cut it like around, uh, you know, you have, to, you have to go around the reservoir kind of thing. Um, you have to kind of like m you know make it some type of other way, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what in, term, in terms of New York sporting events, I feel like that would be. I mean, it would it would destroy the city and it would destroy <laughs> it would destroy everything. But we kind of are just horny for it. We just kind of want to see it. Um, where would you like to see it? If you I were, never if thought you, about it. I, thought I would have said it was impossible, but Central Park, it's definitely not wide enough at all, the loop. But I feel like that could be the only way to get it done unless you're talking just around the whole city, like FDR right. to Westside <laughs> Highway <laughs> or somewhere in Jersey. If it was on the street, it would you just be a disaster unless they just cleared out Times Square. But the street races are so like outdated at this point, like Monaco's so prestigious and no one can do shit. So yeah, right, right, honestly, right, right, I do right. like the Central Park Hall, but Prospect Park is, I think it's actually around the same miles as a typical lap. Yeah. yeah. And it might be oh, less true. of a detriment to everyone, even though I'm out it'd in be Brooklyn. Easier, it'd be easier to set up also like Prospect you know, stuff Park. There. Yeah, yeah, Prospect uh, Park. Park. It's like two yeah, and a half, three miles, maybe four. Yeah, we're yeah. forgetting Brooklyn over <laughs> here, yeah. dude. But we're it would be an absolute Brooklyn. disaster. It's like when they thought about uh, putting the Jet Stadium in. It's definitely everyone's better off without that. Right. Yeah. Where were they? Where were they trying to do uh, that? It's on like 30th. You know, like where all the trains are It's like next to the Javits Center. It's like 33rd. Oh, in the yeah, river. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. is there. I think it's right in front of Hudson Yards. Right. It right, would have been right, a disaster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That they could do some nightmare. something in Jersey. Yeah, that's where they yeah. were actually thinking about doing it, like on the river. So you could like see the city. They want the shot. You know, um, we know you like to talk about um, athletes fashion. You're, you're a big fashionista when it comes to athletes. <laughs> so obviously you're you're aware of Lewis Hamilton's drip. Yeah, where does he's crazy. Lewis Hamilton where does he where does he rank in terms of athletes' fashion? <sighs> Probably right in the middle. I mean he's not doing in the middle, okay. He's not doing anything I haven't seen before. He's just going <laughs> outrageous and outlandish. And Russell Westbrook definitely did it first. Like this is more of a new occurrence for him, right? Like within the last six years. Yeah, yeah. It's, I he mean, was, he, he he was doing fashion, but he wasn't really doing. He was doing it really badly. Now all of a sudden, he's kind of like he's he's elevated his game, where he's going a little bit more bold. He's figured out he figured out his hair. He used to have well, really he had a hair rough. transplant. Yeah, he had the hair <laughs> transplant. But yeah, he, he, not only did he have the hair transplant, but he also just like changed up the style because he he was doing the like the straightening, and he almost had like the little faux hawk. Oh yeah, yeah was, I like, know what you're talking about. He looks good now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now now it's good. So he's kind of like figured out where he's at now. But you put him in the middle. I mean, he's where, one of the coolest have? dudes ever. But it's just too. Yeah ridiculous for me like it's a show mm -hmm. like i like lebron has a stylist and chris paul has a stylist but they dress really well right 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 who do you who do you think are like who are who your do you think the all-timers are the drippiest outfit <sighs> athletes i like westbrook because it's over the top but it's definitely authentic like he can pull it off right mm. and then i do like chris paul i like devin booker he's really simple simple and clean i like um who else do we have who else do we have I'm trying to think of the superstars Tim Duncan, nah. <laughs> I'm gonna go gonna with say. I'm gonna go with Westbrook. Westbrook, okay. Because yeah. he can do it all. He also has the perfect. Well, these little F1 drivers are pipsqueaks. Uh, <laughs> right. Westbrook is like the perfect male model body. He's like six three. He's not even that jacked. He's just like lean, and everything was right, good on him. Right. So I'm going yeah. Westbrook. What NBA drive? What NBA players do you feel like would make good F1 drivers? <laughs> oh. I don't even know what makes a good F1 driver. Probably, <laughs> probably 
Well, could they adjust the car for size or no? <laughs> if they could, if they could figure that out, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously s- you're not putting like Jokic in there, but you know. Oh, I'm gonna go. You remember JJ Barea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's small. He's smart. He's athletic, and he's not American. And I'm pretty right. sure he's married to Miss Universe, and all of those qualities could translate well <laughs> to an F1 driver. <laughs> Anyone small? I'm trying yeah. to think who. What would make? JJ Redick would probably be pretty. JJ Redick would be good, but he's not too big. He's too. He's too tall. Yeah, maybe he's a little. He's too Anyone tall. Anyone small? Nate Robinson, I would say maybe, but then we saw how the crossover went with Jake Paul. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who are more international? Oh, Jose Calderon. I'm really anyone oh, international. He's would be so good. sneaky. He would steal every fucking inbounds pass I ever saw. <laughs> oh, like, speaking any- of that, uh, what's his name on New Orleans Pelicans? Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. Mm. Yeah. I think Nash, you can, you can oh, go Nash, with Nash. Good. And then I think Luka Doncic is Max Verstappen of NBA, so that works too. Yeah. I've always thought that. They're like both kind of brats, but the best, yeah. the best in the game. And, and, and they're, they're both good. kind of out of they're both kind of out of shape, yeah. which is kind of part of part part I of think Luka. They're, they're out of shape and better than everyone else, yeah. which is kind of well, part you know, because the all these all these other drivers, they do like these intense like P ninety X. They're they're hiking mountains and they're just doing all this crazy shit. And Max just does like. Peloton workouts at home. I heard he's amazing his, at FIFA too. He's, yeah, he's a he's internet. He was internationally ranked at FIFA. <laughs> That's twentieth. That's crazy. I thought all they would have played was that stupid driver simulation game. So I love FIFA. I got to get him on there. Yeah, yeah. And then I also wouldn't count out LeBron in anything. For right. even if he's massive, I wouldn't count him out. He's too gifted. Yeah, he's he's too jack of he's jack of every trade. Um, because yeah. I think you also have to be smart. And you kind of have to have like spatial awareness. Like LeBron has crazy spatial awareness. I remember what they did like a simulation of like the perfect like places to stand in every situation, and they like moved a robot across the floor, and then they put LeBron right next to the robot, and they were moving in <laughs> That's the same crazy. places because yeah. <laughs> he just always knows where to stand, where to go. So He's yeah, AI. Think, yeah, he is. And then I remember that there was that great interview where they like, hey, can you like walk us through that last play? And then he just like told them the the whole sequence, like twelve plays behind him. <laughs> yeah, and then you so, know, oh, he's a genius. You know who else looks like a? He looks like a Logan Sargent, Lance Stroll type. Is Max Struess? I could see being an F one driver. Mm. Any any shooters? I think would make good drivers. I'm also right. not much of an expertise. I'd like, I don't know about you. I only got my license two or three years ago. <laughs> right, yeah, well, that's that's that is that that's is a New, New York, York City. Yeah. That's a New York City curse. Um, yeah, Matt lives. I'm in. I'm still in New York. Matt's in L.A. I can. And Matt drive. has to drive every day. And and every time I get in the car with Matt, <laughs> he's always like, "Oh God!" Someone's just like, you know, doing a very legal move, just a just a regular <laughs> car move. And Matt's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> I love driving though. Life changing. Like one of my favorite things in the world. I'm still so new to it. Yeah. Have you gone karting? Have you gone like go karting yet? Uh, in my yeah, I mean, I went go karting as a kid. Like we had it at my yeah. camp. Went to a bougie day camp, but I want to drive in an F one car. Like I wonder if I could make it one lap without crashing. Right, because I can't well, drive like, it. Tom two feet. Cruise couldn't do it. Oh really? Like Tom well, Cruise, they put Checo. He could do it. No, he was. They were. They were all like very impressed with Tom Cruise's ability. He did. He did spin out at one point, but they but were kind pushing. of like. He was pushing hard. They were like, <laughs> yeah. they were like, holy shit! Like he, this is actually I- extremely impressive what Tom Cruise is yeah, doing. He would be going right balls to the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One he's got speed. One, he's, yeah, he's got yeah. one speed. Well, they have this. They have this place in Jersey City. This like karting RPM. You've probably seen their like posters on the subway. They're all over the subway. But they have like a, cu- a couple karting. You know when when Checo was on Jimmy Fallon, 
I don't know if you saw no, this. Like that, that the red the Red Bull boys were like on Jimmy Fallon. I think you know at some point, and they they went to that place. But we, Matt and I went there, and uh, and Matt did get a concussion and almost <laughs> blew out his entire knee. So you got to yeah. be a little bit careful. Yeah. <laughs> in the go karting of it all. Yeah, it's all fun and games until somebody goes to the urgent care Jesus. in uh, Newark. That ain't worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Babies, you know them, you love them. Athletic Greens is our partner for this episode. I take Athletic Greens every day, every morning. I pour it in my little cup, and I take that stuff. It tastes good. Green juice can taste good. I don't know if you knew that, but now you do, okay? And if you want to start your days off right, if you want a comprehensive solution to your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. Go to athleticgreens.com slash redflags. That's athleticgreens.com slash redflags. Check it out. Now back to the show. Um, so I want to talk a little bit just about basketball basketball alone. Um, NBA Finals going on right now. What, what do you think? I mean, Nuggets looked dominant last night. Do you think the Heat have any chance of winning this series? No, only because they got pushed too hard in the last series. If they right. swept them or finish it in five, I feel like they could have taken a game or two. Yeah. Because at this point, you can't really doubt their fight and tenacity. But Denver's really too much of a fucking unit. And Jokic yeah. is unstoppable. And they really do have a perfectly constructed team. Like, not that exciting. But they kind of remind me of the Mavericks when they beat uh, LeBron in the Heat. Just a great right, right, team. Right. Like, one superstar and then perfect role players all around them. And Jamal Murray is also a problem. So this should be a wrap. Yeah. This should really, and they've, they've barely played any games this postseason. Yeah. 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 I yeah. know they've just been, they've, they've been making no one could guard for... Jokic. So it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's going to be a sweep or maybe they'll take five, one? five max, yeah, yeah. five max, but yeah, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like they're too burnt out. Like I feel like the ECF was their championship at some, at some point it has to catch up, but Tyler here on my play, which I feel like if anything will make them worse. Right. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we sure, got. Yeah. I got to ask you. We we went through drippiest athletes. I think some of these some of these drivers are pretty handsome. We got like Charles Leclerc. People find Pierre Gasly pretty handsome. Where do you put a Charles Leclerc in in hottest athletes of all time? I mean, he's pretty hot. How tall is he though? He's like five he's ten. Like five ten. Top hundred. Top hundred all time. Yeah. Top hundred. All <laughs> Top hundred. Well, because I feel like height. Disrespect. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's very, very good looking. But I also yeah. I don't have like a running list. But I so I will put him. <laughs> I feel like top one hundred is pretty respectful. Like he's not. Well, actually, you know what? So he so 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 by your criteria, you'd have to put Tom Brady like top ten. No, I don't. I think Leclerc has passed him. Oh, oh yeah. Hold on. Let me look. I'm, he's I'm so refreshing my he... memory. <laughs> well, yeah, he has Cause, no. Cause I, Brady's like six five. Yeah, and, but, but, and hot. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I feel New like New Yorkers, you gotta hate him. His his best days are behind him, and now he's like plastic. He's looking too like a Ken doll. Like his plastic surgery is too much yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's looking yeah, unnatural. Yeah, yeah. Leclerc is cute. He's not like doesn't wow me by any means. <laughs> <laughs> Who wows? Who's who's at the top of that list? Just off but the if dome. you're like, but when does it become diminishing um, returns? Because I'm like, like, well, Dirk is seven foot one, but yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. past my height. I think I, I think I'm borderline. <laughs> I think the hot, the hottest athletes are soccer players. You know Jude right. Jude mm. Bellingham. No, 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 no. You know Giroud Jude on France. Bellingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean Giroud on France is an actual supermodel. I, I don't <laughs> even think basketball players are that hot at all. People think Devin Booker's handsome. He just looks exactly like Bad Bunny yeah, to me, or like a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. But Jude Bellingham, Giroud, 
I mean, Devin Na- Booker Neymar's has handsome. the like. I dated Kendall Jenner, like yeah, exact like aesthetic. Can- well, I mean, it makes sense. She's with Bad Bunny now, <laughs> right? It's true. That's right. I mean, Kelly yeah. Oubre is very handsome. I'm not like as big of a fan of him as everyone, but I can't deny that he's good looking. Right. Um, right, right. Who else is cute? I mean, David Beckham <laughs> all time. Ke- right. Kelly Slater is beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Sergi Baca, Kobe was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, even yeah, uh, sure. someone like LeBron is pretty damn handsome, and his yeah, body's out of this world. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kelly Slater with. Uh, Famously with Pam Anderson for for that oh, long I like that. time, and there Bronny was, James uh, is also like really coming into his own. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, Bronny James, Bronny is, good James he's is good very, looking. He's better looking than his dad. Yeah. He's good looking. Do you, do, are you buying? A, do you think Bryce is going to be better than Bronny? Probably right. I feel like yeah. the youngest kid is always bet the best. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like Walt Clyde Frazier is one of like eleven, and he was the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess Steph Curry is older than Seth, but Seth is still pretty damn good. Right, yeah, right, I do right. think that. I think well, he's already Bryce taller looks like than he's him. Be big. Yeah, he could be like a power, like a real power forward. Right, right. right Bronny, right, right. like I feel like he's better than Bronny was at this age, but we'll see. It's gonna take him longer if he's bigger to like get used to playing the body. Um, going back to the drive to survive of it all, which is where you know, kind of like it was the basis of our, you know, that's 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 the foundation with which we've built whatever we've built. But um, in terms of, do you have like favorite moments from Drive to Survive? Do you have like, do you have favorites? Like, <laughs> I do have one moment. Yeah. I just in the show, it's so funny to me how they make the biggest deal out of seventh, eighth place. Like, yeah. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan, but I feel like it doesn't mean as much even in the F1 circle as they make it out to be on the show. So the one moment I remember, this Russian driver, I think his dad was an oligarch. He, I don't think <laughs> yeah. he's driving anymore. But they yeah, made yeah, it out yeah, to yeah, be yeah. this massive deal that everyone was pitting because it started raining in Moscow. And he's like, trust me. Like, I know the, I know the weather. Like, we're not going to pit. And there was a whole yeah. big payoff. It's like, oh, my God, he's just gotten to 18th place. Like, this is it? Like, that's it. So that was definitely, that's like a real standout moment to me. Because yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. the tennis show. And right. they made out like that the Australian Open doubles was a massive deal. Yeah. And I'm like, I know yeah, tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one gives right. a shit. So is this actually how they're projecting F one two? Like I don't know. Yeah, right, I'm just right, wondering. Right. But I have a feeling. No, th- yeah, well, no, when you're 100%. following Nikita Mazabin for an episode, you gotta find some joy in life where he's just like, Look at the clouds. Yeah, I mean that shit blew my mind. Like who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. Also, I think he did get I think he still got last in that race because <laughs> yeah. I think I think what happened was everyone else that he finished in front of like crashed out. So I think yeah. like he still got like he still last got of all last the fish in that race. race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone but there finished, was a was there last. was a glorious moment where he passed a few guys that that were off. I think right. Yeah, but then yeah, they yeah, pitted yeah. and then passed him. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and then any scene. Oh yeah, he's out of the, he's out of the sport because of the the, the war in Ukraine. Uh, and then he any was, scene where uh, like Christian Horner is doing some sort of like glamorous outdoor activity. With uh, Ginger Spice, like riding horses, right. taking a walk. Their state looks amazing. Yeah. He, yeah how yeah, rich yeah, is yeah. he? <laughs> hundreds of well, mills, I think. Yeah, point. definitely hundreds of mills. And then he married, you know, she's obviously worth what she's worth. So, you know, combine those portfolios and, and you've got a full Bond villain. Yeah, I also didn't realize he was the CEO. Style. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, he's actually well, beneath he's, this he... guy, Helmet Marco, who has like one eye and looks like he's in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that the, uh, the the I mean, we could the the history of of that team is that Horner Horner drove 
Then did he have? He had other. He was he was he was running other teams. He was right, he was like a player coach for this like Formula Three Thousand team, which <laughs> is like a single, which is which is like single A, double yeah, A. Yeah. And then he realized he wasn't good enough. His, he like took a loan from his dad because his dad was wealthy. Of course, that's literally the starter so, yeah. pack for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but. But what happened? But to his credit, he 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 entered, and he realized he wasn't fast enough. He decided I'm not fast enough for my team to win, so he subbed in another guy. I forgot who it was, and his team just yeah. started beating the shit out of people. And he would like move, and he moved up the ranks from like single A to double A to triple A, and then he he ended up buying a truck yeah. from who ended up from a guy who ended up running Red Bull. Yeah, like and. Uh, and they have like this like handshake kind of like, like I just trust you and you yeah. know like here we are we're just two men so I just you're a good guy you're a good man and then and they offered and then, him they offered him yeah. the job for Red Bull when the head of Red Bull bought the team from Jaguar right which was shitty and then uh, he became the youngest team principal to Damn. ever win a world championship I think he was like 29 or something yeah like well also crazy. in the beginning like Red Bull was like a laughing people were like laughing at them they were laughing stock like people were thought that there was there's this great um, television interview where this guy David Coltard they're talking about who's gonna win the championship this like upcoming year and he had been racing on Red Bull, and everyone's saying Lewis Hamilton. Lewis, ha the whole panel is like Lewis Hamilton or Jensen, you know, like these other other drivers. And he's like, I think Sebastian Vettel with Red Bull, and they all laugh at him. They're it's like, an LOL, drink. it's an energy drink. This is fucking ridiculous. And then yeah. they've popped on the scene, and uh, yeah, went their eras of dominance. And now, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, like love him or hate him, we 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 love him because he's just great for the fucking con like he's just like a perfect personality he makes our jobs easier as when he gives us amazing quotes to talk about and everything um did you see the photo of him shirtless like or like naked on a car yeah of course yeah 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 what is that what is that like why <laughs> i think that was when he was still like driving and being the player coach for the team i think that was from like back in the yeah, but day but why is he trying naked? to make him a sex symbol <laughs> <laughs> they're try trying to make him a sex symbol it's like jim it's like uh the rush guy jim hunt you're trying to elevate these guys uh -huh. to you know sex sex symbols yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't quite ever, have it do you have a motorsport favorite motorsport movies did you watch driven with um sylvester stallone back in the day <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> i watch oh my i watched ford versus ferrari that was solid but yeah, it's good. Doc definitely Senna, but that's not a fiction. Like that's not a movie movie. It's yeah, a documentary. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah, documentary yeah. is incredible. Like, I gotta recommend it to yeah. anybody. My man Prost was a massive villain. Looked like King Louis. The stupid <laughs> hair. <laughs> I'm sure he was a fine person, but they made it really easy to hate him. Yeah. No, he was really easy. Even, even like you know, we've watched other stuff and and done our research. Even like you know how he won that one championship when they crashed into each other. That first one is you know because because Senna they they crashed. Senna was able to get the car going, and then he finished the race. He thinks he's won, and then and then Prost goes into the FIA, like the you know the stewards with the FIA, and the head of the FIA was this French guy, uh, and he was just kind of like talking to him, and then Nazi all of a sudden, collaborator as well. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Actually, affiliate with the if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, damn. Yeah, yeah. No, that, back in the day, there was a fair amount of. Um, yeah, there's there's some there's some Nazi in there. There's too much <laughs> politicking in F1. They're all snitching. Like Christian Horner's the ultimate snitch. That's his job. Yeah, now, but at right? least he's at least he's like open and honest about it. What I don't like about Toto Wolf is like it's easy to be digmatized by Toto Wolf. Oh, okay. Where are you on Toto Wolf? Six four. I like him. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mind him. I feel like they initially cast him out to be the bad guy and Christian Horner the good guy, and then to me it's kind of flipped just because of the dominance. 
but it's, sure. it's a little hard to get a read on him. But he seems nice enough to me. I, I don't know any like dirty <laughs> details about him. Well, he carries yeah, yeah, yeah. himself like he—he he gives me like um, Keith Raniere vibes or like business guru vibes. You know, read a book a day kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. When you actually yeah. like, watch him interviewed like on podcasts, he like talks about how, you know, he meditates for like, you know, ten hours on a flight, and you know, he's very corporate guru, and it's just like. Maybe it has something to do more with the engine and less to do with like how clean the bathrooms are and you know. Well, they're going through it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The, well, well, the big knock on him is that um, he he took over for a guy who built the engine for that era, and that he might yeah. just be have might be. And then now that they've changed the regulation, and this is the first regulation set formula set that Toto Wolf has been in charge of himself. Because yeah, he kind are, of walked into a good thing. Like he, he walked, walked into you know, a he, good. He, he inherited a good situation. But yeah. I mean, is, if, is, uh, is kind of the knock on him. If the principal of Williams switched places with Christian Horner, would Red Bull still not be first place? Like I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know how much they, coaching they, matters. They, they, no, no, but, but, but it's kind of like it's kind of like the way to, it's kind of like a college coach. It's like oh, you won. The, it's like a new college coach comes in, he wins the championship, but it's like oh, it's with the other guys' recruits. Right, right. You can't really judge them until like those recruits are gone and your recruits step in. So it's right. kind of like, yeah, if, if, if Christian Horner dropped dead tomorrow and somebody else came in, they would win. But you would have to see, OK, in the next generation, when the next rule set comes in, how will they do? Yeah. They also have this guy, Adrian Newey, who's just like a genius. He, they have the best, like, basically offensive coordinator in the world. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, they've, they've got the genius, the, the god of Arrow, who like, you know, even he, he won championships back in the day. And, you know, Christian Horner kind of got down on all fours and kind of was like, you know, please, we'll do anything. And, and he, all, all other bunch of other teams tried to recruit him. Ferrari tried to get him. Mercedes tried to get him. But, yeah. but Christian Ferrari was like out. Ferrari offered him like more money than any, but like just all the money in the world. And they were like, and you get to design Ferrari's road cars, which Red Bull can't compete with. Mm -hmm. But they somehow managed to keep him. But he's, Red Bull had that ethos. So a question just in terms of do you feel like. How do you feel like, in terms of the American audience, do you feel like Formula One is here to like stay for good? Do you feel like this is like a fad? Like, what, what's what's your take on it? It's tough to say. I would say somewhere right in between, because you yeah. have viewers like me who love the show and moderately fuck with the races, but then I do know people that sit down every Sunday and watch. So somewhere right in between. Definitely more positive than negative, though. If the yeah. Netflix show never came out, I really don't know what would have happened. That was massive. And then yeah. if Danny Ricardo wasn't in the show, that show also wouldn't exist <laughs> at all. So somewhere in between, somewhere in between. Do I can see like, it falling what, off. Do you, do you feel like the, uh, I mean, they kind of do this a little bit with hard knocks and they do it a little bit with like the, in, in hockey with the, the, the winter classic kind of thing. But do you feel like what can. Yeah. What are American those shows missing? Yeah, do you feel like there's there's like some room for some type of like drive to survive with like basketball or some of these other sports? Well, Last Chance U is amazing. It's because yeah. the athletes aren't so high profile and they're in extenuating circumstances. The golf one sucks because it's golf. <laughs> and, and the personalities aren't dynamic at all. Like there's not a Danny Ricardo type of the world. Tennis for me, I guess it could be good, but I know the sport too well. So it kind of ruins it for me, as I was mentioning, them making a huge deal right, with the right, right, Aussie right. Open. NBA could be great. Last Chance U basketball was great, but I feel like the players are not down 
for the commitment. Yeah. Like I'm surprised the F1 drivers are down. They've, they do so many interviews. It's nonstop. Yeah. And I feel like the NBA would not allow their players to have that. Like you, right. they would never want you to actually know what's going on. Like they would never release an episode <laughs> of Draymond Green yeah. punching Jordan Poole. Like that would be great TV, right, but right, it's, right. it's not going to happen. NFL makes for good cinema too. So right. I could see something, but I think it needs to be at a lower level. And it's a sport that people already know. Like it was interesting to learn about right. a dangerous, glamorous sport that's internationally renowned. These are so American, yeah. at least football and basketball, even though basketball yeah, but, is but like, lot, it, but. like I feel like I feel like in the other shows, you don't, I mean, when you watch the NBA or you watch, you know, the NFL, you don't actually know these guys. I feel like when you watch like Formula One, you kind of get to know them. Yeah, more. you do. But I feel like it's also at a, you get to know people at a certain level, however much they're willing to dish out. Right. At least NBA, you could see people's faces. Like NFL, I, I agree with you on that statement. I feel like I know these NBA guys decently well. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, now every NBA, play, NBA player like either has a podcast or goes on a podcast mm-hmm. that as well. They're all doing that as well. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like it could be useful for the NFL. I mean, I, it was also for hockey because it's also like it's interesting one of these things because it's like I feel I agree maybe the NBA or the NFL doesn't necessarily need it, but it's like the sports that do need it are the kind of the more fringe sports that like people don't really necessarily fuck with. And I feel like the only time that I ever really cared about hockey was when I watched the Road to the Winter Classic and they were featuring the Rangers and I got and I just fell in love with this Rangers team and then all of a sudden they were in like two two. Stanley Cups, and I was like, you know, watch. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm a hockey guy. Yeah, hockey could and, be a uh, good paying one. Attention because there's yeah. a lot of thrills. Like them moving on the ice is pretty gorgeous. There's international yeah. flair, so that would be interesting. If Red Bull this dominance, this period of dominance ends, are there any people on the F1 grid currently? And we we know your love for Danny Rick, but but who else would you want to see on top? Yuki, hands yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be the Cinderella story of the year? There's no yeah. one that doesn't yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that yeah, also yeah. seems totally unfeasible. I mean, seeing him in person, I just am shocked that he is out there with the top of the top. Yeah, I mean, it's a sport that doesn't require as much physicality, but still, I assume they're super elite athletes. And I heard he doesn't even work out. <laughs> well, he's well get, no, he's he, been forced to. Yeah, he's, he's been forced, forced to. to. He's, he's got a yeah. six pack now. He's 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 got a, he's got Danny Ricardo's old trainer, so I think that's been helping him. I mean, Ferrari um, would be cool too because the brand is so great. I'm surprised. Like, I want to see why doesn't Porsche have a team or Lamborghini? Like, I want to see these guys get in there. Right. Porsche <laughs> Porsche almost bought Red Bull. Oh. Like it was about to happen, and then it did the deal. But they wanted it was going to be fifty fifty a fifty fifty split. And they were like, wait a minute, but like, who actually calls the shots? And I think that's how, Got it. you know. Um, but yeah, Lamborghini. Did you, did you see there was that Lamborghini movie that yeah. came out? Like a biopic with Frank Grillo? Wait, was it about the founder? Yeah. Like the Lamborghini yeah. Porsche debacle? It was no, it was, about, it, was about, it was about how like the, the origin story of Lamborghini, which is that Enzo... Is this guy Lamborghini? He built tractors. Oh, and, this is what uh, I meant. This is what I. Yeah. Okay. I know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I guess they must have saw that Adam Driver was doing a Ferrari movie, and they were like, "We got it." Frank Grillo should do a Lamborghini movie. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but if not Max, I would take Checo because that's actually feasible, and he's a great right, dude. Right, right. He's like mad humble. Yeah, he gives yeah. me super Rafa Nadal vibes. He's also like underratedly only 33. He seems like he's in his mid 40s. Right, yeah. yeah he's, he's had a bunch of kids. <laughs> I think that's put some miles on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's giving um he's like What was his vibe? Yeah. Just chill. Nothing crazy. Like serious, but he was playful too. 
I mean, we did a video where I showed him pit my ride modifications and he was right. game. He was more bright than Max for stopping in terms of personality, but obviously less than Danny. He was serious, but good. Right, right, right. You weren't going to get much out of him, I'll say. <laughs> um, so how do you how do you go like how do you like go into these environments where you have like just the most high profile guys and it's like you have like th- you have eight minutes. thirty seconds yeah <laughs> what's your I, I kind of feel like I black out or I come up with yeah. an idea <laughs> I come up come up with an idea that I know they're gonna have fun with and it's so fast that I'm not really too self conscious about anything it's like two right. minutes they're not even going to remember me at the end of the day or hopefully they do if i did well but it's just not a big deal it's, i feel like if i get max like no matter what i'm going to capture with him it's going to perform well and i'm going to try to think of an idea that no one else has like i know other people went down there and just did some basic ass shit i'm like if you have the opportunity to be with these guys you better come with something right. different you know they're asked the most boring questions all the time so when i was done with danny he said it was mad fun to switch it up you know Right, right, yeah. right, right, Yeah, what did you – you, you asked Andy about the, uh, the, the Met Gala of it all. And yeah. Yeah, what, what, did you, what did you think of Danny's, of Danny's drip at the gala? It was simple. Yeah. But it was sophisticated. I mean, if it's his first gala, he's not even a current starting – I don't know what you would call it. He's not currently starting yeah, yeah. on his team, so you can't come right. with some <laughs> crazy outfit. Like, that would be a little <laughs> ridiculous. Because even Ice Spice came with something normal for your first – Met Gala, right. but if she continues going and her stardom keeps rising. But yeah, I thought he did he did perfectly, but the theme didn't really allow for you could always go crazy, but no one went that crazy this year. Yeah, other than the people dressed up as cats. It was just Yeah, everyone, it was just Jared was Leto only, and Doja yeah, Cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dressed up as literal. Literal cats. Um Good shit, man. This was a this was a blast. I, I um I, I, I really honestly struggle whenever I think about doing a straight to camera video. It's so hard it's to know. really hard. Like, the fabulous <laughs> life. Oh, go off snowed. like that. <laughs> there are so many copycats out there, though. It's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I get tagged in them We're all like, the time. That's my exact voice. A lot of them. But then I'm like, a lot of them do really well. And like some of mine <laughs> sometimes will not. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But you, TikTok's too, unpre- it's too unpredictable. But the reason I do that voice, well, one, it's entertainment. Like, you don't want to just talk like yourself. And then it's definitely something that sticks out and stands out. It's like a... It's a report, like it's a presentation. Like you yeah, can't just yeah, read yeah. off you, the facts. Where did you? Where did that? Vo- like, how, did you practice different voices? Like, where does that voice? No, come I mean, from? I feel like I'm pretty good at voices anyway. But <laughs> I think it was just like, oh, you know what? Kind of remember the fabulous life of. Yeah. That and then it's like a parody of a. Uh, oh my god, what's his name? Like before, you know that before they were famous, dude on YouTube. Sure. He's yeah, like yeah, insufferable, yeah. insufferable. <laughs> so it's like it's like a parody. It's like a parody yeah, yeah. of those type of accounts. Even though I'm like kind of serious, kind of not. Right. But no, right, I think right. it yeah. came. I think it. I was doing my videos more normally, and then I did a Hasbula video that like I really wanted to make dramatic because what I was saying wasn't really anything. Right. right <laughs> to right. amp it up, and then after that, like I kept going with it. Sometimes I'll try to tone it down a little bit. Like I just did a like a Vanderpump Rules video if I want to appeal to more people. But yeah. No, no real origin outside of right, 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 right. And then in terms of you know, it's like it's you know, in terms of like working with a close friend of yours from growing up, you know, Matt and I grew up together. <laughs> any, uh, any, how often do you guys fight? Do you guys scream at each other? Like, what's 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 the working dynamic? No, but I mean, I, I don't fight with anybody, so yeah. we've never gotten to any real sort of disagreement at all. I would say. 
What yeah, about you guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know like, must be nice. Um. <laughs> like, well, we're not even, we'll either make videos separately or we'll get together and we're just playing games. So it's really right. nothing to fight about, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't have anything for you there. No, uh, <laughs> no controversy, no real disagreements there. Um, uh, yeah, and how, I mean, in terms of like, it was this like, in terms of that process, because you were, you were at House of Highlights before, right? And then, yeah, I was a producer at House of Highlights and we got an assignment. They wanted to fake somebody pretending to be an NFL draft prospect. Oh, in yeah, Nashville. I saw this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they had someone in the office. I was like, this kid is, he's like 5'10. I know someone. Right. And Nelson's like a good actor, too. When he yeah, needs yeah, to, like, yeah. if he has to be. And he's fucking <laughs> huge. He's like 6'6 six, six, and he looks like a left tackle. Right. And so, I was like, this guy would be great. And they really liked him. And then we started doing other videos together where he would come after his work hours where we would go announce basketball games. I don't know if you've seen those at, uh, yeah, like just yeah, like yeah. in pickup parks and like he would wear like a crazy Claude Frazier suit and we would just basically roast everyone and they liked what we were doing. So they brought him in. That's uh, yeah. And then it's, it's the pandemic great. hit, like if the pandemic hit, who knows what would have happened, but then we just started right. making videos on TikTok and they started doing well. Yeah. What was he, what was he doing before? What was his, day? Uh, he was worked, well, he was a coach at Berkeley Carroll JV. Okay. down the block and then he worked as like a student aide and then he worked for marvel for a little bit in data and then he worked at yelp like selling ads which was okay. i think he hated yeah 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 um well yeah it's 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 great you guys are you guys have such a good dynamic together appreciate it it's um, fun it's yeah. easy um it's great yeah all right man well uh we 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 sign off this podcast a little uh gunter steiner flair with the we say hello vankas and goodbye vankas so would you honor us with a goodbye vankas what is vanka like wanka yeah yeah, yeah he, he says, says it, it, he says it with a v do it one more time for me he goes like we have a bunch of vankas so okay. you know yeah goodbye vankas yeah <laughs> goodbye vankas bye vankas i do love him i do love him yeah, yeah. He's a great personality <laughs> yeah. with a really bad team, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah.